Tech. Hey guys. Welcome back to episode seven of the Magic of Egypt podcast. I'm pretty sure it's episode seven. I'm pretty sure it's episode seven. It took us seven episodes to be like, we don't know what episode this is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. We don't know what's going on. No, we're just going, we're going with the flow. It's we fine. just showed up. <laughs> yep. We're here. Anyway, I'm Allie. This is Amber and... Um, Hi. <laughs> thanks for coming back or finding us or joining us, whatever. Thanks for clicking on us, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate We do. You. We're tired, guys. <laughs> I'm all out of Starbies. I, I drank it all, so. Mm, boo. I know. No. So. Not sponsored, by the way. Today we're going to be talking about the differences between um, how deity work is portrayed on TikTok and Instagram and things like that versus our experiences, the experiences that like our friends have, things like that. Versus the reality. Yeah, the ex- expectations versus reality. Pretty much. I feel like it's very important to talk about. Yeah, because I think that there's this expectation of like, it's almost like a second person being in the room with you. And that's, at least in my experience, not always, typically not the case at all. Yeah. So Amber and I are both, as the name suggests of the podcast, we're comedic pagans. Neither of us have ever worked with a god outside of our pantheon. So this is really going to be what it's like working with a comedic god. You know, there are differences between, you know, how the comedics work versus the Norse versus Hellenic versus Roman, whoever, you know, whatever pantheon that your personal practice is in. But obviously, since we don't know anything about what it's like to work with them, we can't really say. Kind of take what you will about this, especially if you're outside of Kemeticism, because we are very much Kemetic pagans only. Yes. We can't say what we don't know. Although a lot of people say things about things that they don't know, but we try to not. Right. So I think that's another problem with TikTok, too, because I've seen a lot of people try to bring context into the into the Egyptian myths that are yeah. there. And I'm like, that's not. No, stop doing that. Yeah, that's not right. Yeah, we I've seen a lot of people say, like, you know, A is the king of all of the gods. And it's like, no, no, it, it, that's really. no. We're, we're trying to go beyond surface level spiritualism here. Like, let's yes. let's not do that. Yes. Or, you know, let's not also say that a goddess is a lesbian when she's not. So let's yeah. not do that. Like being inclusive is important, but also not putting labels where they don't exist are also important too. Yeah, I agree. So for just a little bit of context, we talked about this a little bit in episode one, where there is a difference between um, working with a god and worshiping a god for, you know, examples purposes. Examples purposes? That's not English. Um <laughs> I need, some, I need some coffee. For the purposes of this episode, I am going to be talking about, I do work with Wisir and I do worship Ma'at. Um, there are other gods that, you know, I have in my my spirit team, for lack of a better term. Um, but I'm not really comfortable mm-hmm. talking about, like, my patron or the other god that I worship. So I'm going to personally be using my practice with Wisir and my practice with Ma'at. And I might go into my patron a little bit of my practice with them, but I I don't plan on naming them. Amber's just going to talk about Seth the entire episode, probably. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Everyone's going to be like, oh, okay, here uh, we go. Here we go. Okay, so... Wonderful. So on TikTok, I feel like deity work is really amped up to be like super fun and cool and like a bragging point and like they're your friends they're you know they do stuff for you no matter what and it's like no there's just no no that's not how it works like i i love that for you but that's typically not what's going on you know (laughs) (laughs) and you know each god has their own personality and like you know maybe there are some gods that are more laid back and some gods that are more strict i tend to go towards the more strict ones for some reason i think it's because you're too strict on yourself listen this is not a psychology (laughs) intervention for Allie. But I mean, I, I anyway, like in my practice, I am a more serious person than I am privately, I guess. So maybe that's why. But maybe it's not about deity work isn't supposed to be fun, I guess. And I mean that in the most loving way possible. Because most of the times whenever you're having deities help you with your work, it's working on yourself, letting go of toxic behaviors mm-hmm. or working on your inner child. And I will I always say this in my lives because there's going to be somebody who will bring up shadow work as a thing. Please don't do your shadow work alone. Always use a therapist. Mm-hmm. Always have a therapist when you're doing shadow work. You can't, I don't really think it's a smart idea to do that without one. And your deities are not your therapists. No. And I think that like, you know, some shadow work is less deep than some really deep wounds. So shadow work is like working on healing parts of yourself that are like, you know, traumatic, things like that. It also comes from Carl Jung. So it doesn't even, it didn't even start out as like a spiritual kind of thing. Yeah, I don't. Just to let you guys know that. So it's not that I don't have my own version of shadow work within my practice, but it's not like Wasir's not sitting me down and being like, all right, kid, it's time. Like... Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's not unimportant in my practice because I definitely have evolved into a better person throughout my practice and more accepting of myself. But it's not it's not the focus of my practice is shadow yeah. work. I think that shadow work just kind of happens sometimes just like, you know, it's personal growth, it's healing from old wounds and there are sometimes where my patron has punched me in the face with like a little bit of shadow work and I'm like, "Oh, okay, thank you." I guess. But like <laughs> That's not normal. I think that's happened maybe twice in however many years I've had them by my side. Set just hits me with a question. (laughs) It's usually just a question and I just sit there and stare at him like, really? I love Set's version of shadow work. I love (laughs) Set's version of shadow work because he's he's so like, he's like simultaneously gentle and not at all. And like he's trying so hard to not like kind of break your brain but he's set. <laughs> <It's> like... <Yeah. laughs> At least that's my experience. I know other people have had more stricter, yeah. stricter. That's not English. <laughs> uh, more strict, <laughs> more strict, like experiences yeah. with him. And he can be, he can be very, very, very like, uh, and he can, he can be incredibly he's serious. Not gentle. Yes. And he's not, He's not gentle. It's not that he's not trying to be gentle. It's just he doesn't. He's not gentle well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's not a strength of his. (laughs) No. But like. He does his best. And I think that's important to say also where it's like. 
the gods have their baseline personality, right? Like we all have our baseline personalities, but we all are a little bit different with each person because like the, the relationship is one-on-one. So yeah. like, even though like, let's say, let's say I start to work with set and like the black hole opens where like set and I work together and you know, there's too much chaos <laughs> in the room. But, like, Set isn't going to treat me the exact same way that he treats Amber. Not even just because of the right. whole, you know, priestess thing, but it's because Amber and I are very different people. And he would yes. have to adjust his tone. Wasir's a perfect example. All right? So, Wasir is a lot nicer to you than he is to me because I think he knows <laughs> he can be a little bit meaner with me and I won't get upset. Like, I, I'm very, I'm very much a, like, get it done, get it done, get it done. Like, I, I'll be very rough with myself to get something from point A to point B. But Amber is a cancer rising and she's got feelings. I am. And, like, she'll get upset if Wasir, like, she gets upset when Wasir treats me the, say, the way that Wasir treats me, even if I'm not upset. Yeah, I do. So it's like, you know, when he's <laughs> around her, he's a lot more aware of how his words can be taken yeah because he he's not gentle either like he's it's it's the three brothers they're like they're like boulders coming down a hill and it's either you get hit by it or you're like get out of the way (laughs) (laughs) i shouldn't say that i don't really have a relationship with head with hardware so i don't know how big his boulder is although that can be that actually sounded pretty dirty you guys know what i mean stop (laughs) <laughs> i mean that's exactly where my mind went i'm not gonna lie <laughs> but so like i'll see people and i'm gonna keep using set as an example because i feel like with the comedic pantheon a lot of the time on tiktok you're either working with set or you're working with Ampu. so i'm gonna uh, keep using yeah. set because i've i've interacted with set before and it's not that i haven't interacted with Ampu, but it's not nearly as often where that's probably my fault (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no it is a hundred percent your fault that i interact with set (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) thanks i guess no i love that i I complain to set more often than i complain to my own deities (laughs) (laughs) she does oh my god like i'll see people be like just because set is mean to you doesn't mean he's is it nice to me? And like, to a point, that's right. Like, Wasir and I went through a period where we worked with each other, but we didn't really like each other. And, yeah. you know, obviously that has changed, but you don't necessarily have to like them, I guess, in order to work with them. But like, there has to be some kind of continuity between. So, all right. So my shop, right? I sell, you know, deity candles. There was one order that I got that the person ordered a set candle, but with green wax. That's never going to happen. Like, Seth is never going to ask you for a green candle. He's always going to ask you for, like, a red candle. Maybe a black candle or a gold candle. Something like that. Maybe. But green is heavily associated with Wasir. So Seth is never going to ask you for a green candle. That's when there needs to be some kind of, Line. like, discernment. Where it's like, hey, maybe yeah. something's wrong. Yeah. There's, there's always this lack of discernment on things on TikTok and on social media yeah. that I've noticed. Even on... On Tumblr, there was this huge lack of discernment, and I'm just like, why? Well, I think that just- there are multiple posts on on these places where you can learn how to do discernment. Fucking do it. I almost wonder but- if it's kind of like a people are afraid to be wrong kind of thing, and I don't really feel like there's any shame in being wrong. Yeah, 
I said when when I started working with because Wasir came in after my patron. I had another deity leave in order for Wasir to come in. I think that you know the the other goddesses' uh, role was really to prepare me for you know working with two deities because at that point I hadn't before she came in. So she left. Wasir came in, and when I was like, "Oh shit, I think this is Wasir," I had I think four different people confirm it for me. Yeah, and I think it's so important to get outside perspective because I know that when I was going through it, I didn't really feel like I was important enough to, I was like, Oh my God, it's with Seer. Like he's one of the most important gods, the one of the more well-known gods in the Pantheon. Why is he here with me? Yeah. So, but the, the other side of that coin is like sick. You know, he's so important. Like he, he must, he must really want to be here. And I think that's kind of like the, you really need to, take a step back and look at your practice and be like, at least us as comedics, our, our practice isn't about deity work. Deity work should not be the end goal for your practice. The end goal should be to create Ma'at. So if I was wrong and I was like, oh, it's not with Seer, it's, it's Ampu. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with, oh, I was wrong. You know, this is, this is actually what's going on. There's no shame in that there's no any of that it's just you know hey i didn't get the message right that's fine we're humans we it's very it's very difficult to understand them sometimes yeah it is and they're not gonna be upset with you for getting it wrong they're not gonna be upset with you Mm -hmm. that's another thing that like a lot of people feel like they're gonna get smited smoten smitted smited smitted smit no i don't think it's smitted <laughs> smitted we always get this wrong smited smited they, they they always feel like they're gonna get smited if they get do something wrong or breathe the wrong way or fart no. near their altar they're, they're, it's not gonna happen you're fine you're fine breathe they're not gonna get mad like there i don't really feel like there's anything that you could do that someone else hasn't done worse in, you know, two, three, four, five thousand years, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless if you're just like spitting in their name or Yeah, like there there are ways that you can blatantly disrespect your deity and like that that shit's not yeah. okay. But like Right. Like I um one of the plants that I offered with Seer died. I'm not like freaking out about it. You know, plants die, like everything if anything, I sent like the plant from, and it is very much like an, I killed the plant on accident thing. It's not a like, oh, the plant just <laughs> happened to die. I, I fucked up. But like, you know, especially with Wasir, maybe this isn't the best example. Like he's a God of, you know, vegetation and plants and all that, but he's also the God of the dead. So it almost like flipped over from one thing to the other. Yeah. And that, you know, that's a part of my practice where it's like, I have a bunch of plants that I use as part of my warding that I have him protect. And they're, you know, they're offered to him. I take care of them for him. They're on his altar. And that's kind of a little bit of like realistic deity work where it's like I am constantly offering things to both of the gods that I work with. But I don't necessarily constantly give things to Ma'at because I, if, if I bought her something every time she asked me for something i would have no money but that's a totally different (laughs) that's a totally different thing you know it's like if i actively worked with her and i have no reason not to work with her it's just i haven't i haven't had a reason to 
But I think a lot of the time on TikTok, it's like, I must get my gods the most expensive thing. And I must offer them the best of the best. And I must offer them every single day. And I must, you know, spend my entire day devoted to them. And I must get them this $80 tarot deck. And I must get them, you know, this, this huge, you know, candle and put far too many herbs in it. So it becomes a fire hazard and like, it's going to blow up and I'm going <laughs> to lose my home, but it's for my God. Like, no, no. Why would they want don't that? Don't do that. No, they don't. And that's, that's another point that I wanted to bring up is just like, everyone wants to buy things for their mm -hmm. deities that they can't afford. It's okay that you can't afford it. Yeah. I can guarantee you that they understand that you cannot afford this thing. Even if it's just like a pack of Pokemon cards, because I've seen that before where someone's just like, I, I had to get this for my deity because he asked for it and, but I didn't have the money for it, but I got it anyway. Don't fucking no. do that. Don't do that. They would much rather you use that money for you to get food and nourishment for yourself. Yeah. Like pay and your then bills you can first. Have that. Yeah. And you can have that as an offering to your gods. You don't have to have like like a $200 fucking crystal on their altar. You don't even have to have an altar. Like yeah, you, you, you don't. You don't necessarily need to. I mean, it's nice and it makes things a little bit easier. But like you don't need to have like totally devoted space to your deity if you can't. Like I know that like, you know, some people live in like either situations where it's not safe for them to actively, you know, practice and they want to have altars and I don't, you know, I don't blame you or they just live in a space where, you know, they don't have room for an altar. It's not necessary. It is not. I am one of those people who do not have the space for like a very elaborate altar. Mm -hmm. I have a little shelf in my glass case for my statues of Ampu and Bost. And then I have a shelf on my bookcase in my bookshelf, which you'll probably see in my TikToks or you'll see in my lives where I have pictures that I've drawn of Set and Nephthet where I have that. And it's usually, it's not this huge elaborate things that you see on TikTok or on other social mm -hmm. media accounts that have like the statues covered in all kinds of jewelry or clothing and that yeah. has all kinds of vases with flowers and offering bowls and all this stuff. And while there's nothing wrong with that, if you can afford to do that yeah. and you have the space for that, there's nothing wrong with that. You just don't need it. Yeah, like there, there's nothing wrong with having like the big and the extravagant, but there's also nothing wrong with having nothing at all. Yeah. And I barely have anything at all because I don't have the space. Mm -hmm. So it does that upset me a little bit? A little bit. But I don't, that's on me. That's not on set or that's not on Nepthed or anybody. It's that's just how I feel about it. And I know that they don't care. Yeah, like that's that's not what our practices should be centered around is like buying stuff. Because that's just capitalism. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. You know, that's, that's not what we're doing here, fam. No, we're just, I mean, you don't need a huge altar space to give them food. Your altar space can be you sitting at your dining room table and sharing your food. And like even with cometicism, I wouldn't leave food out on the altar because we don't waste it right. like i remember one of the first offerings that i gave my patron and my and my spirit guide was whiskey because i saw someone on tiktok be like you need to offer your gods alcohol and i was like all right i'm over 21 i can go get them something and they both hated it they hated it <laughs> like it was 
I think, the worst thing I've ever offered my gods. And I think it's partially because they knew I wasn't going to drink it. And I didn't know about how waste is a sped. I didn't know about that yet. This is like baby practice. Yeah. I had no idea what I was doing. And I didn't know about it. And I ended up wasting it because I was like, oh, they hate it. I'm just going to dump it down the sink because I don't drink whiskey. Now I know. <laughs> yeah. You can at least stick it in Coke and it's really good. I, I don't think I, I, it wasn't even about that. It was like the, it's more like we as comedics are fortunate that we're encouraged to eat our offerings. Yeah. So like with my practice, with my patron right now, I wake up, I offer them like a, like a wrapped piece of candy. I put it in a bowl that I wrote their name on and I say a prayer every single morning and it just sits there, you know, it's wrapped. It sits there all day long and right before I go to bed, I eat the candy and you know, there's no waste. And it's almost like a second offering where it's like, this is for you all day long. And then I'm, I'm not wasting it. It's, you know, and I get to eat a piece of chocolate every day. So that's great. And I, you know, that is also there's a, a glass of water on the altar for them all day long. And at the end of the day, I put it in my humidifier with, you know, a couple drops of like mint essential oil, or like myrrh or something like that. And all night long, the, you know, the water is going back into the air and it's being used. I'm not wasting anything except for the candy wrapper, I guess, arguably. But, you know, no practice is perfect. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> there are different things that you can do throughout the day to kind of give your gods, you know, just offerings throughout the day. It's making your bed. It's, you know, maybe dusting off your altar or having a cup of coffee and like really just kind of being mindful and trying to like, like relax. Like I can't tell you how many times my gods have asked me like, Hey, can you just chill out for like a minute? And it's like, no, yeah. I have too much Virgo in my chart. I cannot calm down. <laughs> there would be sometimes where I, I want to, I want to do more for set. Like I want to do mm -hmm. more rituals. I want to do more everything. And he'll even tell me in tarot readings, like, no, you work six days a week. <laughs> you need to, you need to relax. <laughs> so, and I don't know if it's because of what I see on social media and that's what's influencing me to feel really bad that I don't do a lot. But yeah, I think that, you know, that's why we're doing this this episode because I feel like there's a lot of pressure from TikTok to like have the best of the best and like deity work is a 24-7 thing. It's like I've gone entire days where it's like I for I haven't thought about like my aunt all day long. Am, am I yeah. part of that? No. But like I'm not bad because of it. And right. I don't under all right, so I'm I'm gonna say something a little bit that's gonna sound mean, but I don't mean it to be mean. I don't <laughs> understand why everyone wants to be a priestess. Right? Like so like Amber is a priestess. It's a lot of work. It's not like a, it's not a flex. No, like it's an, and it's not, it's a job. It's another job. And like, if anything, you have less time now to, you know, go out and have fun and like do whatever it is. Like Amber and I spend a lot of time, even off this podcast, just talking about like really deep, you know, research stuff where it's like, have you seen this? No, I haven't. What sources are you using? We've we've spent so much of our free time trying to decipher what it is, is that even mean. That wasn't English. What it even means <laughs> to follow this path. And yeah. it's not like a... It's not fun. 
it's and then like I, I just I don't understand, but I think that we're kind of getting off off topic a little bit here, and you know that's no, my fault. I, I, no, I feel like that. I feel like that goes well with what we're talking about, just because you don't have to be a priest or a priestess no. to devote yourself to your deities. That isn't something that is required no. of anyone. And it's the same thing with God spousing. You do not have to walk that path no. if you do not want to. Most people won't. And, and like, there's nothing yes. wrong with not like I, either one of them. I've met, yeah. you know, one of the most incredible pagan practitioners I've ever met was not a priestess and you know she had no intention of ever doing that let alone god spousing but it's like you can feel how much energy she has around her it's it's almost it's almost overwhelming but like she doesn't have any need to be you know a priestess or i don't even think that she has a set patron like that's another thing too where it's like people will say oh loki and set and hera and aphrodite and apollo and uh horus and hathor are all my patrons no they're not no that's that's also another thing that i wanted to talk about is that you don't need to have a patron <laughs> you don't need to have a patron you you probably won't have nine this isn't pokemon you yeah. don't need to catch them all <laughs> that's in i don't think people understand what a patron really is it's not just your first duty that popped in no, no. Uh, sometimes it is it is something sometimes it can be yes especially if they ask or you ask or you know you guys come to an agreement about it and have that pact Mm -hmm. it's sort of like a pact and it will last your lifetime or many lifetimes or longer yeah i was like or longer i've asked Kasir (laughs) on probably at least five or six occasions if he was going to be a patron he's like no stop asking (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that no I mean, the deities can tell you no. You can tell the deities no. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to bend to everything that they say or want from you. No, no it's a, it's um, a two-way relationship. It's not a... Yeah. Th- this isn't, you know, a, a dictatorship. Like, they're not in charge of everything. Right. You have free will, and they know that. Yeah. And they can't go... They can't do anything about your free will. Like, they can't go against it. My friend just texted me out of nowhere, good for you for having a Taurus moon. (laughs) I think I have a thing for Taurus moons, because you're a Taurus moon, Julie's a Taurus moon, and then Sean's a Taurus moon. I just, I I don't know where that came from. (laughs) But yeah, it's, I feel like a lot of people are like, how many gods can I work with at the same time? But it's like, your, your practice, unless you quit, for lack of a better term, last your lifetime like there are gods that you know the god that left in order to make room for wasir she was only with me for like two months three months but wasir himself has been here for like a year over a year now probably we're approaching two years with wasir you know putting my patron aside like he was here for, for longer but you know gods don't have to be there for a very long amount of time sometimes they're there to teach you one thing. Sometimes they're there to like prepare you for something else. Like it, it doesn't say anything about you to have gods leave. Typically, mm-hmm. like I've seen, I've seen people online where it's like I, I treated my god not, not in so many words, but like I treated this god so badly that they left. Like that does happen, but it's not like 
feel like that there's there's no shame typically about a god leaving yeah like it hurts but you sh- you know oh yeah it's usually like you they've taught you the lessons that you yeah. needed to learn and they're like okay off you go mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that they can also come back like yeah. like i know that eventually the goddess that left is going to come back later on in my practice but it's a lifelong thing like it's not like I need to work with every single god in the pantheon immediately all at once. Right. Yeah. Like, I know that there are people on TikTok that really do work with a bunch of deities at once and, like, more power to them. Like, I could never. I could never. Because I spend so much time on the, you know, the two that I work with. Right. And it's the same thing with me. Like, I spend so much time with Set that while there are instances where I work with Nephthet or Anpu, it's very few and far between. Mm-hmm. And it usually happens in my dreams is when it usually happens. There have been a couple of times that I've had interesting kind of like psychopompy dreams with Anpu. When they feel so real and everything, that's when I actually sit down and be like, all right, what is this? You know, for me, for me with Sears, the most visual of my team, like there are times where it's like, he is the one that like, if someone comes to me in a dream, it's him. Or like, if I see someone at the side of my eye, it's probably him. Like, I don't know what, like the most, he's the most tangible, I guess, is yeah. what I want to say. But like, even then he's not my patron. He has no intention of being my patient, my pa- my patients. He's not patient. He's not my patient. Um, <laughs> He has no intention of being a patron for me. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, he and I have done some really incredible spell work together, but he's not going to stay forever. And that's fine. Yeah. I guess I'll, I'll I'll bring this up, too, because somebody has asked me this, like, way long ago on my TikTok. It was a couple of years ago. Can you, can you see your deities? Do they actually appear to you? And sometimes yes, mm-hmm. sometimes not. Most and of the time not, I'd say. You, yeah, yeah. Most of the time they don't. Like, you just, you don't see them. I feel like TikTok and other social media places, they really, I don't want to say pretend, but I don't, I mean, they give off the the notion that you do. Mm-hmm. And I've only seen Set twice, and I've been working with him for like six plus years. Mm-hmm. It scared the shit out of me, and I think that's why you did it, just so you can laugh, but... <laughs> But whenever I saw him, I was also kind of in that I woke up from a dream kind of yes. mindset that I'm kind of in between awake and asleep. actual being. Yeah. And, you know, he's just sitting on the bed and he looked over and I'm like, holy fuck. And it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, I don't think he meant to scare me. The only time I've ever seen Lucier full body was like, in my dreams and it's consistently him and not my patron i think east does similar whenever i first started my practice and i was going into meditation i saw east vividly and then on the way down from moving from seattle to florida i was just kind of like meditating and i saw east like vividly it must just be those two (laughs) It's just they must like doing that it scared the shit out of me and i jumped out and i'm like what the fuck happened that's why they were fated to be together because they like coming to us in dreams yeah 
it's it's a lot of I almost feel bad talking about deity work because I know that there are some people who really want that experience of like I want to belong somewhere and I want it to be like this is what I want my my relationship with the gods to be like you know straight off of TikTok because like Amber said ABC about you know her relationship and then I don't want to name any actual TikTokers but like they seem to have such a like it's almost more animated you know like they want to be like it's a lot of like main character energy it's a lot of wishing something was a lot deeper almost like 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 YA books kind of feel to it yeah and there's nothing wrong with not having that because it's probably not going to be like that like yeah. I don't know any like I have you know I'm I'm very fortunate I live in an area where there are you know more than there's a lot of crystal shops around where I am there's a lot of really incredible practitioners around where I am and I was you know put in a position where I can meet a lot of them and when I talk to pretty much everyone about what their practice is like none of them have like this really dramatic reenactment of like we're we're not in harry potter guys like it's not <laughs> that's not the goal here yeah and i think I that agree. it's not healthy to expect that out of it yeah yeah because well some of us can hear deities and can hear our spirit team and everything for lack of a better term the claire feels the claire feels when we have the claire feels if you're if you're a regular uh, in amber's live we talk about the claire feels a lot <laughs> we do we do. A lot of people ask me about it, so I'm like, okay, let's talk about Clairefields. Mm-hmm. And it is very far and few between mm-hmm. that people can do that. And there's nothing wrong if you do not have the Claire hearing to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, there is absolutely nothing wrong. What most of my duty talks with Set is doing it with tarot cards. Mm-hmm. And then crying to Allie because I'm like, I'm awful at reading this. <laughs> so what the fuck's going on? <laughs> We, we do that to each other probably at least twice a week. Yeah, like, we, Ambie, do. we do. I don't know what this means. She's like, it means you and need to I take to a sit nap. There and roast her. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You need to stop doing what you're doing and rest, motherfucker. What the wrong? What's wrong with you? Oh god. <laughs> if I get you need to rest one more time, I'm gonna throw my tarot deck. But bestie, <laughs> <laughs> I got news for you. <laughs> no, you're probably gonna get it. Ye- yeah, I, I just feel really bad that there are people who I, I do genuinely think are interacting with, you know, the old gods, for lack of a better term, and then they just kind of dismiss it or they quit because it's not what they expected. Because they expected yeah. this whole, you know, very, it was very larger than life expectation. Yeah. That's not, it's not it. No. I do, I also have, like, Claire Fields. I am very strong with my Claire Fields because mm-hmm. that's just... I think that's very prominent in my in my clairs, mm-hmm. and I I used to call them impressions. Is what I would get. This is what I called them whenever I first started my practice. Is that I would get an impression that like Set wanted a piece of my cake or something, and it was more like saying, "Hey, can I have a piece of that?" Mm-hmm. You know, translating that into words, and that that sort of stuff doesn't really need discernment, like little stuff like that. But whenever it's big stuff like wanting to be your patron or asking you to be a priestess or wanting you to take a step towards something more important, I feel is very much you need to be practicing discernment for. Mm -hmm. So I think that I'm more comfortable talking about like actual things that I do throughout the day, like the smaller things that I do, 
within my practice than Amber's because again Amber's practice is so so focused on finding out more about you know being a priestess and like that's the focus of her, her practice right now so it doesn't really yeah translate well to sharing because it's still you know it's, it's a very I just punched myself <laughs> it's a very like isolated Personal? thing almost yes it is it can be and like you know maybe you know eventually we'll learn more and be able to share it but like I'm definitely you know like I said with my patron I give him the candy and the water I give both them and Wasir like if I drink any coffee or tea I kind of offer it to them this is very much more like the giving aspect of the practice and like what I kind of get in return is I've done some really sick spell work with them like there's some things yes. like um that you know I've done with them and they've been incredibly helpful but that's kind of it where it's like you're giving them like adoration and praise and you know offerings in exchange for their help in certain situations and like oh here's a good example so we were doing research for a previous podcast episode i don't remember which one it is and i was like i know that i saw that in a book somewhere i know that i saw that in one of my books and i looked at wasir because like his his altar is like right near my bookshelf i'm like which book is it and i feel like i saw like the binding like, I feel like I saw the binding, like, immediately right in front of my face. And then I looked and I found it because he kind of told me what book it was in. Yeah. And, like, that's not me being insane. I mean, maybe. But, you know, it's... I give you... You know, I, I maintain this aspect of our arrangement. I now need help. Will you please help me? I feel like Sat does the same thing sometimes. Where I'm like, fuck, where did I put this? And then I'll get, like, an image of the last place it, it was at. And I find it. Seth's very good at finding things. <laughs> yes. Do I set? Like, I've, I, on God, like, so, like, you know, I have my shop and, like, I was trying to find a type of crystal and I couldn't find it in my storage. And I was like, where is it? Where is it? I can't find it. I'm like, I'm going to have to break out a pendulum to find it. So I text Amber. I'm like, Seth, where are the, where's the, uh, where are the moons? And then she texts me. She's like, I think you just said like back left corner, second shelf. And that's exactly where it was. I was like, Seth. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he sometimes gives like a, gives like a sigh. Like, okay, here we go. <laughs> well, cause I, I, but it's not, I text him via you probably three times a day. <laughs> Probably. Like said, why? He's just like, this is why we don't have cell phones. <laughs> I'm like, tell your patron that he's annoying me. He's not even here, but he's annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> Poor set. Or making like a candle and it's not cooperating, and it's like Ampu's. I'm like Ampu, why? And then it starts working. <laughs> there is sometimes that when I have to make a set bracelet for somebody, it doesn't go well. And I have to restart it like two or three times. And it's always his. It's never anyone else's. It's always his. Probably didn't like the way I did it the first time or some shit. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a really specific example of my practice Me that too. can kind of say like what deity work is like. Next live that I did, because I, I didn't do any readings, mm -hmm. but I was pulling cards for myself. And he kept giving me two cards about surrendering to my sacred purpose. <laughs> and like motherfucker what does that mean that's very cryptic he's like, he he's is. like i'll tell you the answer but i'm not going to tell you how i got there <laughs> yeah so i'm like all right well you're not telling me with because then i shuffled again the same deck i got the same two cards 
He's very much here. Here's a good set example. Set is the math teacher that gives you the equation and gives you the answer, but doesn't give you the in between. Yeah. Like why? Why does x equal eight? Like why? Why? <laughs> Show me. <laughs> I'm just like set. I'm bad at math. He's like, you have the answer. What? Like what else do you need? It's like no, I need the I, yeah. I, I need to explain. <laughs> so then I had to pull out a tarot deck, which then. His signifier card popped out. I'm like, all right, well, I know that's pointed. Mm-hmm. And then mine did right after. So then I knew that was pointed. So I set those two aside. It was just so confusing. He's consistently confusing. And that's, and that's honestly the bulk of deity work is just, it's sort of like this long distance... I don't want to call it relationship because I don't want people to be like, oh, but it's like this long distance relationship where you, the only way that you can communicate sometimes is through tarot or pendulums and things can get very. It's like a game of telephone. Yeah, it is. It can be misconstrued. You can interpret the cards wrong. I have done that. And then shit happened and I felt really bad. <laughs> it, it It's difficult. It's not something, it's not like a walk in the park where you're just like, ah, where you know, people on TikTok make it look like it's this huge walk in the park. And then people who see that feel disenchanted, disenchanted, feel very disheartened, disheartened, unmotivated, doesn't, and that's not what this is about. Like you don't, when you decide to walk this path with deities or without deities you need to find the joy in your path and I feel like that's very important regardless of what path you're on well I think you also have to say like what you are capable of doing within you know the the space that you're in or it's like if you can't like if you can't have this huge altar that's not a big deal but it's like if you can't find the time to research like this is what my deity is about and this is you know, what they're known for. And this is, you know, in antiquity, how he was worshipped and this and that. And the other thing, that's a much bigger problem. Yes. Like, you know, Go- because that's... Google is free. Like, this isn't like a accessibility issue. It's, I mean, at least to me, it's a, it's a, it's about drive. It's about power. Yeah. You know. It's not, and that's something that you have to take in consideration when you walk this path too. that deity, most of your deity work is going to be research. Yeah. You, there's n- there's nothing you can't really not do the research because then especially if you're I don't want to use teaching but especially if you're talking about said deities on your social media you want to have that research backing you because you don't want to like misconstrued anything we've talked a lot too about like like verifying information as you go along your your path and like yes verify what we're saying don't just take what we're Mm -hmm. saying as gospel because like we could be wrong i mean not me i'm perfect but like (laughs) (laughs) we could also miss things like always cross-reference us yeah like like last episode um we were talking about moon knight and i hadn't seen anything about tarot being a you know a guide to the dead but amber was like oh no i found it here like there, there's nothing yeah. there's nothing wrong with being wrong as long as like you're trying i guess is the way that i want to word it but there but there's a yeah. lot more 
wrong with being wrong if you put no effort in and you're just like blindly saying like oh well i i i was we were talking about oh my god i saw a meme on facebook because i'm an old person i still use facebook i don't really use, uh, like um what was it um someone was saying that they're a classics major and some man told them that they were wrong that hercules was the only son of zeus and he cited disney's hercules movie <laughs> and like that that's when you're the problem is like if you're that guy quoting yes. disney's hercules movie and telling someone who is you know far better researched that they're wrong but a lot of Disney percy work, jackson yeah percy uh yeah, i'll throw that in there for all of our hellenic friends yeah like, percy jackson has been a huge problem but i think that there's just a lot of instances where TikTok hypes up deity work to be like this huge enormous thing and then the reality hits and a lot of people quit and that's kind of a shame because we shouldn't really be putting at least in my opinion we shouldn't be hyping people up to be like this is so cool you're gonna have a relationship with a deity and they're gonna love you and they're gonna be your best friend and you're always gonna get along and you're always gonna agree and that's like I I can probably count on you know both my hands how many times my patron and I have agreed on something the first time we talked about something <laughs> like me i mean set and i don't agree on no. everything either so i think i can count on one hand the time with and i have agreed on things immediately like <laughs> it can be rough it can be rough like i'll do something he told me not to do it won't work he'll be like i fucking told you i don't know what you want from me <laughs> and he's like i'm not gonna help you fix it and i'm like all right that's fair like <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of I don't want to call them arguments because I don't want to be painted that way but I think a lot of talks that I've had with Seth that kind of you know aren't as sparkly unicorn mm -hmm. poop kind of thing but <laughs> has been because of my self-doubt and because of Miranda getting mm -hmm. in the way of a lot of my practice which I feel like I've gotten a lot better about and I hope, have. I hope he feels that way thanks thanks <laughs> Thanks. That was a huge part of a lot of trouble, especially whenever he asked me to be to be a priestess, and I was just like, "You, there's no way that you're doing this." Mm -hmm. And he got a little frustrated with that, and by a little, I mean a lot. So <laughs> it's not it's not gonna be rainbows and unicorns. Yeah. I mean, it didn't help that Seth's also not the most patient god in the pantheon no no he's not he's not and it, that discernment took me almost almost a year mm -hmm. to do yeah so and then there's even sometimes i'm like should i double check this did i do this right and then she'll text me i'll be like are you are you shitting me <laughs> like stop yeah and that's honestly i think i also feel like and i wanted to talk about this because i just recently saw a mutual of mine complain about how TikTok feeds into their self-doubt and I feel that I feel that a lot because TikTok does that to me a lot too and whenever that happens I have to set it down and I have to breathe because it does really affect my relationship with my deities when that stuff happens and it can be really it's it's frustrating for me and I know it's frustrating for them well it's you know it's hard because it's like you do want this really deep and powerful and consistent 
relationship with, you know, something that's so much bigger than you. Yeah. And that's not, and I think that's a really important word to use is consistency because like gods aren't always right next to you. Like, you know, right. you know, maybe they'll be closer to someone versus another practitioner, but like I, my, my patron is not in the same room as me 24 seven. That's not what being a patron means. Mm-hmm. And it is very much like a, you know, my patron is, has a lot of things that he needs to do and not all of them involve me, period. So like, <laughs> like, you know, he has a lot of things that he has to take care of and I can't, I can't be upset with them when I need them right there right now and they don't show up. Like, that's not how this works. Like, right. they come on their own time. Like, I've had, like... I, I can't remember the last time my aunt's been in my space. Like, she hasn't left. But, like, there's a huge difference between worship and working. And, like, the gods that I work with are around me much more often than the gods that I worship. Yeah. Like, sets there a lot more often for you than Bast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, like, yeah. there's nothing... There's nothing wrong with worshiping a god instead of working with one. Like, I don't know why yeah. more people don't just worship them because worshiping takes so much less time and energy and typically money than working with them. It takes less work, too. Yeah. And that's not to say that my relationship with Ma'at is any less important to me than my relationship with Wasir, but it's a it's a completely different relationship. Yes. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, no, not at all. I feel like my relationship with Set is way different than my relationship with Ampu or Sekhmet mm-hmm. or Boss. Because there's sometimes Sekhmet comes in and I, I honor her and I I guess I kind of look up to her a little bit. I don't know if that's the proper way I want to say that, but I do really adore her. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people are afraid of her and I find it funny. <laughs> I shouldn't find it funny. I understand. I understand where the fear comes from. She is the either second or third god that I'm most like, hey, I don't want to... She, she does freak me out, but, like, she doesn't freak me out as much as, like, like angry versions of some of the other gods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if someone yeah, was, I... like, you get to, you have to be locked up either in a room with your patron who's angry at you specifically or an angry Sekhmet. I'd pick Sekhmet every single time. <laughs> I just wish that there was more realistic deity content on tiktok and i wish there was more content about worshiping versus working because i think you know it could always lead to working with them but i think that like i love my relationship with my aunt and you know i i worship two gods and i one of them really just like does not want to be mentioned you know i love the relationship i have with him like i don't yeah work with them but i i love the dynamic that we have and that's what it's about is the dynamic between you and a god and it shouldn't be compared to anyone else like amber and set are a lot closer than like me and my patron i feel like and like i i could choose to be jealous but it's like it's an entirely different relationship that like it's yeah. not healthy to look to someone else and be like you know oh their god's around them so much more often and like they help more often and like they give them all these offerings and they do all these funny things and like this and that and the other thing that's that's not a healthy way to look at it like that's no for you it's not like a health it's not unhealthy in a way of like 
you know, to everyone else, but like your expectations should not be set so high right off the get go and not achievable. Cause that's just, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Correct. And we don't want you guys to be disappointed. No. And I am, I'm guilty of making those TikToks too. And it's just because they're easily digestible mm-hmm. and there's some of them I think are funny. <laughs> I actually have a couple of those in my, in my drafts, but like and most of them are just what sets such a character though. Yeah, like, yeah. like it makes it easy to make those TikToks. Like I'll do a reading for you and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. He's fun. He he Sometimes. he can be. You know, it, yes. If he has time to be, he can be fun. But he he yes. he can be, you know, incredibly serious if he has work to do. Right. And he typically he has work to do. <laughs> yes. Most of my, you know, interactions that I make on TikTok are they're not my personal stuff because, you know, I don't want to put that out in the world. And most of it's just the funny shit that has happened between Set and I, between like talking through tarot or between like a few years. Because some of them will be like, oh, I shouldn't make a TikTok about. And- mm-hmm. No, I don't understand why people feel the need to put everything about their practice onto TikTok. Like, or any social media. Well, that too. But like, you know, we yeah. are mainly talking about witch talk where it's like, also people see people update, like, by the way, I've moved. I work with Fast and Sekhmet and Ra and like now Ra is in between the two of them and that's my practice update. Like that you don't like I it, like like they update like their altar space and they show their altar space and they so like I moved to Crystal like to the other side because now it's for Bost and like we like there are some things that you can keep to yourself. Like with Seer and I have gotten into you know we we argue and sometimes it's not good but like i would never share the contents of those arguments i don't even really talk about his personality on here because he doesn't want me to like there's there's some things that you don't need to tell the entire world Mm -hmm. like you're allowed to have that private moment within your practice and it's i mean like to me it's it makes it better same thing with me it's just like i'm not gonna share personal talks about like my personal practice between sat and i because that's some of it can be very deep and nobody needs to unpack that with me no <laughs> no one needs to unpack my shit except for myself like the, the reason and that if, i don't t- tell people who my patron is or the other god that i worship is not because they have asked me not to it's because i don't i'm not comfortable that's fair that is fair i was totally uncomfortable with i didn't think that that tiktok was going to blow up as much as it did but my most famous tiktok is about when i first met set and he was not leaving me the fuck alone because that's his personality but go on (laughs) (laughs) he was not taking no for an answer so and i i made a tiktok about me fucking up in my deity practice and you know it was me calling him an asshole don't do that please don't do that and it blew up and everyone was like, who's the deity? Who's the deity? It sounds like Loki. Was it Loki? And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you guys. And it took me a long time, probably up towards a year to be like, I probably, especially when my, when my practice kind of shifted into teaching about kemeticism, mm-hmm. I wasn't even planning on doing that for my TikToks. I wasn't even planning on teaching that kind of stuff. And then once it shifted over, I actually had to be like, all right, set. 
how are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. Do I need to? It was going to come out eventually. Yeah, like I remember us talking about happen. that. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm so uncomfortable because, and I'll be frank with you guys, like a lot of his other followers I don't vibe with. Mm-hmm. And it's just because they they don't do their research and mm-hmm. we we it clashes and I don't I don't get along with them and I didn't want that kind of energy on my TikToks and I didn't want that kind of energy yeah. with me cuz I'm just like I don't have the time for that. I don't have the energy to deal with that. So I was really really afraid of saying, "Yeah, my patron's set." But I eventually bit the bullet and went for it and honestly I found more joy in teaching about him <laughs> and kinematicism mm-hmm. I, I, I love doing this this is great this is where I want to be it's it's just it can be hard sometimes yeah. and I don't think TikTok is the place for it I think that like kind of similar with like my patron, I'm sitting here thinking if I've ever seen or met someone who has the same patron as me. Like yeah. working with them, yeah, but like I don't think I have it. I don't think I want that kind of attention on myself just because of yeah. I don't think I've I don't think I've met have you? Like no. obviously Amber knows who my patron is and like, you know, she knows yeah. like my entire no. practice, but like <laughs> <laughs> And Allie knows mine, so <laughs> we're talking to each other twenty five hours a day. Yeah. But yeah, like, I don't think I've ever seen anyone with the same patron as me. And that's not like a, like a good for me, I'm so unique and different thing. But it, it's almost like a target on my back. Yeah. Because, like, I've seen people who work with my patron and he leaves very easily. Yeah. He, yeah. He doesn't want, like, anything to do with the majority of people. <laughs> He's like, fuck this. I'm out. That's, that's <laughs> like, a mood. That is such a mood. He, he he doesn't have patience for disrespect. And I think that the first sign of him being disrespected, he leaves. Yeah. But I've seen him leave a lot of people. And I've seen a lot of people be really angry at him for that. And I don't think I want to add that into my practice because I don't want to be, you know, the one that figured it out, I guess, is a way that it could be right. construed. But I don't really feel like that's fair. <laughs> no. And there's, with the set, there's just so many. He's unfortunately, and fortunately, one of the popular deities because yeah. people want to be edgy. Right? Yeah. But. <laughs> there's so much and, bullshit surrounding set. And, like, I'll say that as, like, a yes. Wasir devotee. Like, there's so much absolute goddamn garbage that is really just shitting on set. And it's everywhere. It's yes. not just even cometicism. It's. Amber and I, like, typically will buy, you know, the same book. Like, we have a book coming in. Actually, I was just about to check that order. It's coming in in two days. I don't know why I didn't ship this to your house. I shipped it to my house like an idiot. Oh, I don't care. You know, we'll buy the same book and we'll kind of go through it. And the first thing we look on look at is, like, does this shit on set? It, yeah. Typically, the answer is yes. And, like, there's no need for that in, you know... In 2022, like, the research has kind of proven that a lot of the bad myths about him are politicized. And is there a place for that? I I think we're kind of getting into, like, the set episode a little bit now. But, like, (laughs) sorry. But, like, that's the first thing the two of us look for in 
in a new book is like, okay, does it shit on set? Because that does in, impact how much we like the book. Because if it does shit on him, it kind of feels like, hey, you kind of you're kind of feeding into something that isn't proper. Yeah. So, I don't know, I, and I feel bad that your your practice has that burden, and I will help you with that as much as I can. And that's part of why we have the you. podcast is to be a source for people. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, I'm a set devotee and, like, they're not shitting on set. Yeah. I, it's, and I just recently did a TikTok about, it was actually about uh, the ESET oracle or the ISIS oracle. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about, yeah, I, I do rate divination decks. I do rate books. I do rate a lot of my stuff surrounding how they treat set. Mm -hmm. And Nepthet. Because mm -hmm. there are, there'll be goddess decks that kind of just, they don't include her. Mm -hmm. And there will be books that kind of just don't include her. One of the books that I recommend to people, which is a very heavy, dense book. So it's more like a more experty kind of level of, I don't want to call it expert, but it's a higher level of things. And it has a list of gods and goddesses in the back. Nope, that's not in it. Mm-hmm. The hieroglyphic book that our friend gifted me doesn't have set or enough that in it. They have, they have a list of deities and their hieroglyphs for their names and set and enough that are not in it. Which book is it? Uh, the hieroglyphs for beginners and I and I I understand it's just for hieroglyphs so whatever. But so then my points on that deck on that book kind of went down a little bit. I feel like I have this um. And it's probably because of our relationship that it's like, yeah, I've heard people say, you know, they've shit on set and they're like, well, I don't work with them. So it's not like my problem. And like, you know, they know I work with, with Seer and they're kind of expecting me to kind of join in. And it's like, I know why you're saying that, but you're wrong. Like they, yeah. they with Seer and Set do love each other in their own weird way. Right. And right. they would never allow someone, I'm going to say from outside the gods to intentionally shit on the other one unless they were like in on it like i bug set and like there have yeah. been times where like sets being you know set and like he's annoying and i'll <laughs> intentionally annoy them back and i'll use that as an offering for wasir that's happened like twice because like wasir was in a particularly <laughs> bad mood and he was like all right i accept this <laughs> but like was a big difference between being like cruel and horrid versus right just teasing not even i don't even like tease him i i give him like a dumb nickname oh, i do like oh no i, I tease him <laughs> well i mean i'm not his devotee <laughs> i i think i feel i feel like i tease him too much and i've been trying to like no, it, i think that's kind of part of my love language and i think it's just because of my family mm -hmm. it's just kind of part of our love language but it can go too far so i have to like really pay attention yes yeah, so, i don't want set does have feelings I don't want to upset him. he's got a lot of feelings he has a lot of feelings <laughs> he just feels i feel like of the three brothers he has the most feelings yeah because he's the baby yeah Probably. yeah <laughs> he's the baby brother <laughs> now now i'm gonna tease him about that i should not and that's that's also the thing where you'll see people tease and kind of poke fun of their deities, which is fine. 
if that's the kind of relationship that they have and there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with if you don't have that kind of relationship because everyone's relationship is going to be unique depending on yourself and your practice and the way that you your outlook of things and that is totally fine it's just you know, I know that there's going to be like that fine line of well where do we not cross kind of thing mm-hmm. but it's personal yeah yeah like I poke fun at my patron and I think that if we didn't have the developed relationship that we have, he, he would have bounced like immediately. Oh, yeah. yeah. The guy's made of springs. He's like, I'm ready to bounce at a minute's notice. <laughs> <laughs> but even like, like our relationships with the other's patrons yeah. is developed because of, you know, the relationships that you and I have where it's like set is infinitely more patient with me. Not because I'm, you know, his brother's devotee. It's actually probably in spite of it, but it's because we're best friends. Yeah. And like my patron is, there are times where he will ask you to do something. You're like, ha ha, no. And if I did that, he'd be like, are you out of your fucking mind? (laughs) (laughs) Or like he'll, like he'll, he'll take care of you in different ways. Mm -hmm. And then like, if I really needed set, like. There was one time I really needed set. I was like, I, I need him right now. And, you know, I, I I had that conversation through you. Yeah. I think what we're trying to say, just to kind of like summarize it, is to not not compare your practice to anyone else. Because it, practices can't be duplicated. Like, we are right. each within ourselves our own individual person and you know the the divine are their own individual personalities and there are personalities developed through time and they've been around for forever and to say that like that the, we're just going to keep using set as an example because it's it's this podcast yeah. so like what what else do you expect so like you know set is not going to treat me and amber the same way that's a good example like if i started working with set he wouldn't be the same way exactly with me as he is with you because we're two very different people right we're actually i i I never really i don't know if it comes across in the podcast how different our personalities are but we're (laughs) we're kind of almost polar opposites of one another almost yeah i am a very soft marshmallow and i put that in my bios on everything it's just i'm very i am a pisces moon cancer rising mars and cancer kind of persons (laughs) yeah my almost my entire chart is earth signs so i'm just like i don't care like (laughs) I don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> Mine's water, air, and I think I have a little bit of earth, but not much. Yeah, I got water, air, and earth too, but probably three quarters of my chart are earth signs. But because Amber and I are so different, you know, if we were to work with the same God, we'd have kind of like a baseline personality that's the same because, you know, they are who they are. Right. But the way that they would approach us would be differently because this is not their first rodeo. Correct. They know what they're doing at this point. Like, they know that, like, like if Set were to come to me, he could be harsher with me than he could be with Amber. Yes. And, like, I'd be fine with it. But, like, he might make her cry. <laughs> I, he would make me cry. He would make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's kind of, like, the takeaway where it's like, hey, maybe don't take, don't watch a TikTok and assume that you know exactly what a, what a relationship with that deity is going to be like because that's not going to get you anywhere. We just took an hour and a half to, to, to spit that sentence out. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a, in, don't look, take one TikTok from one practitioner and yeah, 
think that you know everything about that practitioner too because a lot of people do that and i'll say something and you don't know i'll say the controversial thing because i don't have any real followers on tiktok don't assume that the tiktoker that you are watching actually works with the god that they say that they do there are a lot of gods that the algorithm prefers and i know for a fact that Mm -hmm. some people say just for a boost in the algorithm that they work with loki or they work with uh aphrodite or someone they don't actually they're just faking it but that's not to say that you know everyone that works with obviously loki has devotees obviously aphrodite has devotees but not everyone that you're seeing on tiktok is actually working with them they might just be trying to fish for followers so don't base your own success or failures on someone else's tiktoks yeah not even mine not even mine and that's also why i don't i don't like talking about my dynamic with set very often because I don't want people to compare themselves to me mm-hmm. and I, I that would break my heart because I I used to do that at the beginning of my practice mm-hmm. a lot and it caused a lot of heartache and that's not what this kind of path and this kind of work is for I think that it's not supposed to bring stress when you and I first started talking I think I did compare myself a little bit to you and it kind of helped that we weren't with working with the same gods but now that i'm older wiser faster stronger i see how (laughs) ridiculous that is because not even not even just because it's two different deities but it's because the relationships between the interpersonal relationships are so insanely different yeah between like not only just you and i but the gods that we interact with i don't think we interact with any of the same gods which i guess is a huge hint towards like who i work with because it's like now it's not boss or sekhmet or nebfed or set but (laughs) Or Ampu. Or Ampu. <laughs> it's, it's so incredibly individual. Yeah. And, it, it, and it's silly to pretend it's not. Right. Right. I agree with that. And I, we kind of interact with the same deities since you interact with Set and I interact with your patron. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes that her patron will come over and just, just be like, fucking like, stop it. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you're bugging him. I'm like, I'm sorry. You're bugging him from across the country and he comes, he's like, fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs> Shut Miranda up. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> He's like, Ali is taking too much time thinking about how you're upset. You need to stop being upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Although, does he... He probably expects it from now on because it's just like, uh, she's a priestess of set that's on brand. I, I don't even know. I'm not going to pretend I know what goes on in his brain. <laughs> yeah, me neither. That's a, I don't even know what goes on in set. It's a so dangerous it's place in there. Probably. But yeah, stop, don't, don't compare yourself. Don't compare yourself. It's not, no, there is going to be, you know, we all have our UPGs and, but there's going to be some that will intertwine with other people's and experiences will be similar. Do you want to talk about what a UPG is? Oh, did I not? I don't think so. Okay. So UPG is unverified personal gnosis and it's very much like, like a head cannon. Your own. Yeah. It's pretty much like a head cannon. That you use discernment for, by the way, mm-hmm. to determine that it is an experience that you had. Mm-hmm. I feel like discernment is like a very strong base for mm-hmm. you to wrap your practice on. Yeah. Wrap your practice around. Yeah, base your practice off of something. Don't just base it, base it off of like like feels and whimsy, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Or, you know, the ooh-ooh. Yeah. I feel like that's another point that we could talk about, but I'm, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of ooh-ooh on TikTok that... It's just 
not conducive to a healthy practice but yes you're going to have upgs and yes some of them are going to intertwine with other people's experiences mm-hmm. and but there is also you know it's still going to be unique to your practice and unique to you there is even with the upgs and stuff like there is still that line where i said it before that there's got to be a line somewhere that you just don't cross your upgs are not fact and you should not teach them as such it's also another good point like a upg that like a set and nebfet don't get along at all but like yeah everything in myth says that they do they're typically with one another and like especially in in writings a lot of the time they're they're together you know they're sisters they're almost like two halves of a coin they're not gonna not get along like if everything is saying that it's one way but you're getting it's another way th- there might be some you, you might want to ask a friend to do like a reading for you to kind of get you know find where the miscommunication is yeah yeah and that's where discernment comes in mm-hmm. maybe maybe we'll do a mini episode and i'll teach what discernment is or like how to do it yeah because i feel like that would be a good mm-hmm. 101 type of thing and that could help as far as like our individual deity practices like you know Am- amber's practice is very different than what a lot of you know the majority of people are going to be because like we said like a lot of people think that they want to i've seen people like start to go down a priestess route or a priest route i think that in the instance that i'm thinking about specifically it's a priest route realize that it's a lot of work and then just quit and like i think that or like they'll they'll start a priest route with like uh like bust someone will say that they're working towards a priesthood with boss and then all of a sudden boss leaves like that that's not that there's a miscommunication happening there between the devotee and the god and it's like you, you do need to mm-hmm. use some more discernment to figure out where that problem is i agree maybe i'll even do we'll do a podcast about the priesthood in antiquity and then i can explain about modern priesthood and things like that that would be fun yeah i did tiktoks on the priesthood but they are so fucking buried but we have a couple of books that we're still getting through about it yeah but like i think that's part of the the benefit that the podcast listeners have over us because like the two of us have so many books that we're like sorting through to get information (laughs) and then we're just like giving them the sources like hey don't waste your time with this book you know get this book yeah i'm pretty sure my dms are open to just like people messaging me on tiktok which is sacred scorpio it's it's mostly me posting crystals if you guys have any questions about dd work i don't mind you know answering them you know feel free to do so same yeah but you'll have to go to my Instagram for that because TikTok does not allow me to have messages outside of mutuals. I'm pretty sure I do. For whatever reason, it just does not give me the option anymore. Mm-hmm. So, which is fine. But if you guys but have you'll any, have to go to my Instagram. if you need like a almost like a like a checkup, I guess, like hey, I'm doing this. Is this okay? We're we're more than yeah. happy to answer your questions. If you made it to the end of the episode, good for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah this is probably gonna be a long one too. Yeah, it makes up for the last two. It'll be fine. Well, the last one was probably the longest we've had. The oh, Moon Knight. Yeah. Moon Knight. Yeah. 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 Uh, the two before Moon Knight. <laughs> if you guys have any questions about deity work or comedicism in general, or if you want, like, we are eventually going to have a Q&A podcast episode. Uh, feel free to send them yeah. to DM us either at our individual pages or uh, we do have a TikTok and an Instagram for the podcast, which is the Magic of Egypt podcast. Just so, let us know. We'll get back to you as soon as possible. Everything's in our link tree, which yeah. is in the description. In don't don't hesitate to reach out i like i like teaching about it i like helping out about it 
Actually, it's someone. <laughs> it brings so much joy. I forget who it is. Someone, like, came into and, like, asked me a question. I was like, oh, I'm surprised you're not asking Amber. But, like, I will take it. Thank you. <laughs> I like talking to people. That's fun. Anyway. Yes. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us, you know, this month. And, and listening to us rant. We don't know what episode's going to be next. I'm just going to straight up. We have no idea what's going on. Nope. Not yet. As per usual. We don't know. It'll it'll be a surprise for all of us. Yeah. We'll, we'll announce it eventually. We'll probably record yeah. something sometime. <laughs> You'll probably hear about it on my Twitter if you follow me over on my Twitter. Mm-hmm. I don't have one for the podcast because I feel like that's like too much stuff. So yeah. if you want direct podcast updates, please follow me on Twitter. Yeah. Amber manages the social medias because she's nicer. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't want to. <laughs> I don't want to overload myself with like all of it. It's really hard for me to keep track even on like Instagram and TikTok mm-hmm. to post things on the podcast stuff. So if you need direct quick updates on the podcast i do it so on my twitter all right have a great month guys thank you bye guys